Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Grace Wu, head of Greater China Bank Ratings at Fitch Ratings to discuss China Bank's outlook. We've seen some of the, the bad debt managers see their earnings tank on the property losses, looking at uh, China Huarong and China Cinder Asset Management. Just how much of a complication is the downturn in the property sector on the overall banking sector, Grace? Yeah, we, we do expect uh, profitability pressures to remain uh, for Chinese banks. Uh, apart from lingering stress in the property markets, um, there's also rate cuts in China in contrast to um, most parts of the world. Uh, so that is going to continue to exert pressure on margins, uh, on, on provisioning, uh, and, and that also poses challenges on bank capital. Uh, because while they're dealing with uh, these profitability pressures, uh, the authorities are asking banks to um, support lending to the economy in order to stabilize growth. So they are facing uh, quite a bit of headwinds at the moment. You, though, at Fitch still have a stable rating outlook on Chinese banks. So you're not seeing too much concern, I guess. What are, what are some of the opportunities you're seeing here? The main reason underpinning the stable rating outlook for Chinese banks uh, is because of uh, Fitch expectations for government support, which underpin the uh, issuer uh, default ratings for the Chinese banks. Um, on a standalone uh, basis, in terms of the intrinsic um, credit profile, uh, indeed, you know the, the capital and the profitability pressures are, are uh, impacting uh, some of the banks. Uh, we've already seen some of that in the interim numbers, uh, especially if we uh, zone in in the MPL ratio for property developers that has continued to increase. Um, but thankfully, banks have been uh, able to uh, smooth out some of the earnings impact, um, given that overall MPL ratios, uh, by and large, are still kept quite stable. What about though a lot of the, the social unrest that we've been seeing and, and mortgages not being paid? How much does that affect some of the smaller banks? For Fitch-rated um, universe, um, our lenders are mostly... Um, have mostly have property exposures that are concentrated uh, in the first and second tier cities. Um, banks that um, have more uh, narrow geographical exposures in some of the lower cities are going to experience greater hits. Um, that's why there, there is uh, quite a bit of polarization uh, in, in terms of what's happening with the real estate um, asset quality for some banks. But you're saying uh, some perhaps more transparency about some of the bank bankruptcy also is kind of needed. Yes, I think there are reports about uh, two small banks um, going through formal um, um, uh, bankruptcy proceedings uh, this week, even though um, both banks have um, in some ways been, been uh, taken over um, by another 
City Commercial Bank uh, early in July. Uh, so the fact that there are now more transparency and disclosure around uh, some of these proceedings, uh, we think underpin the authorities' uh, commitment and, and intention to maintain um, financial discipline uh, and, and order within the system. I know you can't talk about what kind of government inf intervention might be needed or, or give policy sort of advice, but if we do see a further prop up of the property sector, which is kind of what is needed, most people are saying, to turn the Chinese economy around, does that restore buyer confidence? Does that see people uh, wanting to take on more mortgages and more loans? I think it might take a bit more than that uh, because at the moment uh, the housing um, the weaker housing demand, I think, is it's, 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 um, due to a few factors. I think the, the economic growth is one aspect, um, but also the fact that you know, um, home buyers need to have confidence um, that their housing projects will complete and that they will eventually um, get the flat. So I think that there's more that needs to be done to restore buyer confidence. Yeah, absolutely. With uh, people basically putting their life savings down and then those housing uh, developments not even getting off the ground. What sort of turns the broader consumer demand around in China when we're still dealing with these pretty strict COVID policies? Yes, we, we have seen um, weaker consumer loan demand. Uh, in, in fact, um, well, overall loan demand uh, has still been um, somewhat constrained in the first half because of uh, COVID uh, restrictions and also uh, lingering stress in the real estate market. Um, we've seen that, for example, you know, deposit growth have outpaced loan growth in the first half for most banks, uh, and that's reflecting um, reduced uh, desire for, for consumption. We're looking as well at uh, Beijing considering mulling, uh, overhauling this $730 billion industry. I mentioned some of the, the bad debt managers like Huarong and China Cinder Asset Management uh, reporting this slump in first half earnings. Again, without sort of giving your own view on, on what Beijing could do, how much does it help if we are going to see more stimulus pumped in here? Well, the scale of stimulus certainly um, uh, would, would make a difference. Um, but the, what, what's stopping um, the, the authorities or what's constraining um, the ability for banks to extend excessive um, credit stimulus is a capital constraint. Um, because while banks are dealing with profitability pressures themselves, um, they, they're also under pressure to increase their capital in order to meet regulatory requirements. Grace, you're also in Hong Kong. What's your outlook on the on the property market there? Uh, I'm afraid I do not cover the uh, Hong Kong. Sorry, on the market. on the banking market. I'm sorry. I just it's Tuesday. Right. Feels like Monday. <laughs> the banking outlook for in Hong Kong. Yeah, um, for uh, for Hong Kong banks, it's um, a bit of a different story because uh, Hong Kong banks actually benefit uh, quite a lot with rising interest rates. Uh, so we're actually looking at a margin expansion story uh, for Hong Kong as opposed to um, margin pressure for Chinese banks. That's the main difference. All right, Grace, always great to have you on. Grace Wu is head of Greater China Bank Ratings at Fitch Ratings. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.